again for another mini is that what I call music. Uh, we're David's and we're back to the now trivia game. We so are. we're going to ask each other a couple of questions and use that as an excuse to talk about some pop music that appears on now that's what I call music albums. Yep. So David, <laughs> true or false, oh. Gwen Stefani's brother left her band No Doubt to work as an animator on The Simpsons. I have absolutely no idea. There is a 50-50 chance to go for it. Uh, it seems quite an <laughs> odd uh, thing to say if it's false. I'm going to guess true. <laughs> you are correct. Although, having said that, uh, it's actually false because he was already working as an animator no. on The Simpsons, I've discovered since. Sort of splitting it. And then basically what happened was just before they got big, mm. he left the band to work full-time on The Simpsons. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Then the band got huge. There's not a particular song attached to this one but maybe it's worth giving a listen to the two just uh, two no doubt songs I've just given away what one is I was going to ask you <laughs> what the two are which appear uh, on now albums. I think I do know because I have I know the Nows particularly yeah, well, yes. so I believe Don't Speak and Just a Girl. You are indeed correct. Yeah. So let's hear a couple of bits of those, I guess. Take this pink ribbon off my eyes I'm exposed and it's no big surprise Don't you think I know exactly where I stand This world is forcing me to hold your hand Okay, so we've uh, listened to it and watched a few things. Should we yeah. give Eric Stefani uh, a quick moment first? Yeah, we have a question we about him. Well, yes. Um, he did appear... Or appear. He didn't appear on The Simpsons. <laughs> oh, he did appear on The Simpsons, actually, because one of the episodes he did some work on was Homer Palooza, and he put No Doubt in the background, uh, even though he went on the show. <laughs> crafty. <laughs> but no, yeah, he did some um, storyboards and character layout work on The Simpsons mm. uh, after... Well, he's doing it while he was in No Doubt and then left No Doubt to do it full-time. And he also did some work on some other things. Um, Ren and Stimpy was the one which really jumped out at me, mm. but there was the new adventures of Mighty Mouse and stuff oh, as well. That, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's some recognisable stuff he's worked there's, on. There's a definitely a certain style apparent on his. So he has a little uh, Vimeo yeah. uh, site. Well, yeah, he's got a sort of showreel and a couple of other things on. It looks sort of homemade type stuff. And one of them is a music video for Fishbone and we'll get on to the whole world of Scar mm-hmm. <laughs> when we talk about No Doubt maybe. The other one was just a, a short sort of demonstration of a process of animating a fish and yeah. the other was a show reel, which yeah. looked like a, maybe a sort of a mix of homemade stuff and yeah, other stuff he's worked a, on, yeah. I'm not sure. There, there is some claymation mm. uh, briefly as well. I found it quite difficult to find out about anything he's actually doing now. There was something on his IMDb about writing like a kids book series, but oh. maybe if you've co-written 
than uh, a couple of very popular songs mm. which keep on getting played. You don't actually need to. Yeah, keep Ronnie on still doing has too a, much. manages to make a certain living out of the uh, yeah, royalties. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is it. Most of his most recent IMDb entries, uh, which was what I was looking at, were basically uh, the soundtrack section, a list of times where no doubt songs are used in films, including very recently uh, one of the two we just listened to, "Just a Girl," is apparently at the end of Captain Marvel. Uh, but yeah, like I don't think there's a huge amount for us to say about Eric in particular. Uh, not a lot. I think just as you say, just because it's tricky to find out much about him. <laughs> yeah. Beyond just saying that he's featured it's an in various interesting known... career yeah. he's had. Yeah. Like this yeah, is it. Yeah. Like I don't know too many people who've had big pop hits and been animators on two iconic 90s uh, animated shows. So. Well, indeed. <laughs> so it's a decent CV, even if he's now living a quieter life, maybe. But I, f- I found out that he left after, basically, the breakthrough album, which is the... Because no, we did look, and no doubt have got other sort of um, mm. chart hits. Yeah. But the two which, uh, on the now albums, it's 36 and 37 with Just a Girl and Don't Speak in that order. Yeah, and as I was saying to you, we'll get to them in a second, but just as a brief aside, uh, as I was saying to you before we started recording, I was a little surprised that the early 2001s, at least even the number two hit, didn't make it. But as you, as you then said, that uh, yeah, maybe I, now had moved on a bit from that sound kind well, of sound. I, I, my guess would be that they just weren't now material by that point but it's like when Stefani's solo stuff has consistently appeared on now albums as far as I can tell and I think later no doubt has quite a lot in common with Gwen Stefani's solo stuff to me although I've never you know been a a particular no doubt fan no but at the same time I I wonder if a lot of people kind of merge Gwen Stefani and no doubt songs yeah well one one of the things we noticed when we were just looking at uh, the no doubt discography is that just a girl uh did chart but didn't do that great in america whereas don't speak didn't chart at all and that was a number one hit over here and here like uh, again i was saying to you i hear a lot of magic fm mm, uh, and they work yeah. in the charity shop and uh, they play don't speak pretty much every day <laughs> yeah so it's a huge song over here but yeah. apparently they just weren't really a thing in america until gwen stefani had already had some big solo success mm. so it makes sense that later no doubt moved away shall we say from their Scar punk origins. <laughs> well, <yes. laughs> I don't know how punk they ever were, to be honest. Given on, we just sort of gave a bit of a mini retrospective of bits of their career. But it was uh, the song "Squeal" from a sort of homemade album. Yeah. What was that? Called the Beacon Street Collection, um, and that's that sounds like a ska punk song to me. And it's <laughs> like I grew up the, the sort of nearest proper gig venue to me when I was a teenager uh, was a punk venue, and ska punk was huge at the time. So I saw a lot of ska punk mm. bands. A lot of my friends were into ska punk, even if I wasn't hugely myself. Give or take a few bands that I really do like, and no doubt, we're never really on my horizon in those terms. But mm. having listened to a bit of their early stuff now the homemade stuff from the beacon street collection maybe that's that's in my wheelhouse as that sounds like scar punk yeah. but even their very earliest songs otherwise it just sounds more like pop with a hint of scar like there's a certain influence though without them being yeah but then by the time you get to just a girl and don't speak there's not really a scar influence not in at all slightly, is it? And... Uh, yeah but yeah no doubt for me one of those bands like i've never had anything against the odd song where i've thought it's all right but um, i've never been that inclined to investigate that further was kind of my feeling until we 
just started listening to some of her songs, <laughs> and now I think I don't like No Doubt. You dislike them more I than you realise. I was quite neutral towards them before, but in particular, Don't Speak and Just a Girl, given their values are probably, at least in the UK, they're two most yeah, well-known yeah, songs. So people of our generation, at the very least. Yeah. They're not good. I remember quite liking just a girl at the time it yeah. was on and now i played a lot um, i'd say offer two i find that one more irritating yeah, because went... she's doing a sort of an almost baby voice yeah yeah i don't know maybe it's a kind of That's irony it. I do wonder thing if it's... but like listen to it again there's not a, obviously there's a kind of the sound of the intro and that's used again like a clearly a pedal that guitars do but mm. otherwise there's not really a lot going on no. in the background it's clearly just all about gwen stefani's yeah vocal. when i think that's even more true with don't speak which is a pretty dull song but yeah. it, she gives a better vocal performance on that one i think it's, it's there's a reason she went on to have a solo career she's a pop star mm. and she just happened to be attached <laughs> to his band at the time yeah I, guess. I always found don't speak a bit dull i think when it was yeah. out and again it was played and all well, i mean it was a big hit i would say that yeah. off to like having just listened to them and having not listened to them in a while i prefer don't speak but i if as you were saying you hear it every single day <laughs> yeah i think then I, I certainly don't envy you that because I think <laughs> so, it could it I could think, wear thin very. I quickly. think I have I can tolerate just a girl more these days, but that's not really. It hasn't got a lot of competition. No, um, yeah. so I don't know if that's a great review of the song, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got a certain soft spot for it from just the nostalgia from it. But beyond that, yeah, yeah. Overall, um, I think it's fair to say that I'm a bigger fan of The Simpsons and Ren and Stimpy than I am of No Doubt. Well, that's so very understandable. So, siblings, I'm going for Eric. Uh, did you want to ask me uh, a question right, now? So, a true or false question here. Uh, so, in 1991, Brian Adams had a hit with "Everything I Do, I Do It for You." which is number one for 12 weeks. I know it was number one for a long time, and I don't mm. know if this is one of those double bluffings, because 12 sounds like quite a long time, so I'm going to say true, but it might be like 16 weeks. Yeah, it's false, it's 16. Oh, there you go. Damn it. And the way you say it, <laughs> it, it was probably like 16. I, well, I wonder if it, what the number, it was I kind I, of there. I feel the... like, because obviously we've been looking up lots of pop statistics lately, and maybe it was somewhere yeah. back in the head, back of my head somewhere, but yeah. Anyway, should we listen to the song? Yeah. Everything I do, I do it for you. Look into your I'm angry now, David. Yeah, you because are. I don't like Brian Adams. I mean, to be fair, the song that was on the question, mm. everything I do, I have a kind of soft spot for because I have a kind of soft spot for Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I think many people of our age probably yes. do. And I associate it so much with that film. And you were you and were saying while like, we were I heard to it. I both saw a lot of that film and heard a lot of him because uh, my mum liking both. Yeah, my, well, my mum's uh, a big Kevin Costner fan, yeah. so I sort of a film yeah so through, i think we both her. probably got a lot of exposure to it. at the very least that film and that song i mean i'm like again i imagine a lot of people our age probably did 
Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it was everywhere. Like, the yeah, question yeah, was yeah. about the fact well, that it yeah. was uh, in... Number, was that number one for 16 Number one for 16 weeks. That's insane. So, what, it? nearly um, four months? Yeah. As I, I don't think anyone who was alive at that time could possibly have not heard it. <laughs> um, but he is awful. And that was really sort of drummed home to me, because he's got a new album coming out soon, I think. And he's just sort of uploaded the official audio for a couple of his songs. Mm. And he's... I don't understand how a man of a voice but just like nails down a fucking chalkboard has made a career out of being a singer I believe I said when we were talking about him in Now One that mm. I, for instance I've never been a fan of Rod Stewart because of his voice yeah. but just hearing Brian Adams' latest song <laughs> he sounds more throaty than Rod now well, but Rod Stewart's got a really distinctive voice yeah. still, whereas Brian Adams just sounds like he can't sing to me, <laughs> and I just don't like it. I don't know. He's not got a huge amount of cred, I don't think. Does he have a particular song in his back catalog? Uh, it's Summer, Summer of 69, 69 is That's it. one I hear most days again. Um, <laughs> really? Okay. Because that's, that's a song I know people who really like, and I've never got it myself. And the only interesting thing about Brian Adams is that we're able to find out anything about him, because apparently yes. he doesn't like being on on the internet no he doesn't. Uh, or at least he doesn't like being on the all music website because it was a 2012 ish i think yeah yeah something like uh, that. i think that was when i first came across it anyway but like if you go to allmusic.com which is one of the sort of main repositories for information about music on the mm. internet if you just want to sort of find out what somebody's discography is a bit about their biography brian adams though is i think the only person with like a major recorded output who is not on all music and that's because he specifically asked to be taken off there it's odd (laughs) and granted you know we're not exactly in his position but at the same time it i can't quite grasp well there's never been like an official explanation other than it was taken off by his request and all the sort of speculation on internet i say speculation as if it's still happening if you go back Mm -hmm. five years and look at internet forums then (laughs) (laughs) at the time uh, was uh, it was just because he didn't like the reviews on there but it's not like he gets universally positive no. reviews elsewhere and I've, it, you can find reviews of his stuff some other places I know Krista Burr famously uh, sends angry letters to newspapers and that if they give him a bad review sure. it makes me wonder if Brian Adams does the same I don't Maybe. like if he's similarly like... like Krista Burr is still on all music though so well true say that they've both got in touch with all music to say I mean I'm not checked Christopher on all music maybe he's wall to wall five star reviews so I have no reason <laughs> Imagine. to complain but if uh, you know say they both got in touch they caved to Brian Adams for some reason so he's either got a much better lawyer than Christopher does mm. or something is going on there and it's intriguing and that's the only intriguing thing about Brian Adams who is otherwise a very yeah. boring and untalented man uh, the idea of trying to silence critics yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is no, is it, it doesn't it's something which doesn't happens seem good like me. quite a lot not to silence them really but like in the film world if we're talking about the shitty film where his song was a soundtrack to quite a lot you'll get films which are released to the public before the review embargo mm. is allowed because they yeah. just want people to go before they hear how terrible <laughs> it is <laughs> yeah. but yeah like it's rare that you get this kind of thing where somebody is determined to remove information about them from the internet uh, and it actually kind of works because we mm. don't know the details about it because obviously you've got the whole Streisand effect thing, mm. Barbara Streisand mm. trying to get her pictures of her house taken off the internet and that just meaning that now everybody knows 
goes wherever fuck well the strife <laughs> yeah, lives. Yeah. But yeah, like Brian Adams's history <laughs> with all music is kind of a mystery to me. Um, and it would be intriguing to find out. I, I suspect that if Brian Adams is a listener to this podcast by any wild <laughs> miracle, yes. the very fact that we spent the last five minutes badmouthing him means he's unlikely to give us an explanation. I, well, I don't know. I mean, like, see how long it takes to yeah. get a letter In from fact, a... if you're listening to this podcast, uh, save it somewhere because we'll almost certainly be told to take it off the internet yeah, by yeah, Brian yeah. Adams at some point. There you go. There's one interesting thing about Brian Adams. Yes. Otherwise, meh. I think generally ambivalence, but with finding his stuff just bland. I would say I actively dislike his music, but yeah. that's... The, the mystery of what happened on all music is something that one day I will find an answer mm. to. I mean, if he's touring his new album, then maybe I'll just go to one of his gigs and find him. <laughs> Make him explain. Yeah. For now, though, I will leave Brian Adams alone and uh, we'll leave you alone. Yeah, well. yeah. Okay, we'll catch you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Is That What I Call Music? If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can email us at davidband at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at at nowmusicpod.